You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 314, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. So it is December, and I wanted to do a numerology preview for the coming year. Now, in numerology, for those of you who are who are familiar, well, let me start a little bit farther back. I have done a number of episodes on numerology on this podcast. So if you go further back, you will find, uh, I think, at least two She Runs the Show podcast episodes on numerology. I'm a firm believer in it. I absolutely love it. Um, it tells you a lot about yourself. It tells you a lot about your children. There are just some some things that really point to it. Numerology basically says that there is no accident to the day you were born. There is no accident to the name you were given at birth. There's no accident to the name you now have. That numbers uh, represent vibrations in the universe and that every letter is associated with a number and you can break down things like your name uh, and your birth date and you can do your numerological profile and you can figure out a lot about what your soul came to do because it it was born and it incarnated at this particular moment in time you were given this particular name and all of that has extremely deep meaning for your soul that's essentially in a nutshell what numerology is and so when i say i use it in always i use it in always because typically especially when it comes to things things like communication numerology helps me to better understand myself and then others so i know what vantage point I'm coming from as a soul, but I also understand the vantage point that they're coming from as a soul. And where this really helps is when you are dealing with someone or you're, you're, you have a child or a partner whose, whose numbers are not in alignment with yours, because typically that's where the conflict will come. And when you get their numbers, but you also get yours, then you know how to better communicate with them. So for all intents and purposes, numerology is super powerful and very, very important and even the the year of the world what what we in numerology call the world year has a vibration to it 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 ha- it's a number it has a vibration and so if you listen to my last podcast about uh what i thought 2022 was about well the way that we get the world year number in numerology is we add all the digits of the year And then we get, we break it down to one digit. So in 2022, we were in two plus two plus two equals six. We were in a world year of six. Now your personal year and your world year are different. The world year reflects what the world will be experiencing energetically. The personal year, which is your attitude number plus the world year, then gives you what personally you will be experiencing. Um, again, go back to the other numerology episodes and she runs the show and that I'll give, I give you more of a breakdown of your personal numerology and how to figure that out. But I want to spend today's episode really talking about the fact that from a numerological perspective, 2023, which is two plus two plus three. So two plus two is four, four plus three is seven. So it is a seven world year. 2023, therefore, as a seven world year is the year of soul searching. So let's begin with, with, with a quote. And I think this really describes where a lot of the world will be in 2023. And, and I don't know who said this quote, but here it is. Decide what kind of life you want 
and then say no to everything that isn't that, right? Decide, decide what you want your world to look like and everything that is not in alignment with that. The answer is no. The answer is no. In today's episode, let's do that numerological profile of the upcoming year 2023. Um, it's important to understand the world, your number. It's very important to understand your personal year number, like your personal year number will tell you a lot about what to focus on, what to accomplish, what not to. I mean, there's a lot to, to your personal year number, but the world, your number really does give you an understanding of as a world, because we're all connected, the things we're probably going to face and the, the major themes of what the world will be considering in that particular year. So let's just, again, briefly go over 2022. 2022 has been a world year six and six is the nurturer in numerology. And so I'm sure you could feel it, but 2022 really was like a grounding year. It was about reconnecting with what it means to reclaim home. It's about returning to a place of feeling at least a little more safe than we felt in 2021, which was a five year, a roller coaster year, right? So there was this focus all of 2022 in like, getting back to some sort of normal, even if it's a new normal, but getting back to feeling nurtured and grounded and, and making sure that everybody's good yourself and others, and really making a return to home, but also getting back to feeling like you can feel safe again. Right? So a lot of a six year is really about redefining and reclaiming the idea of home, family, and community, which clearly post-pandemic, this is what we're trying to do, right? This year has been about, oh my goodness, I can go back to a movie theater. Oh my goodness, um, you know, I can go back to the gym. There's been this sort of like hesitant reclaiming of, of normal, even though things aren't, they'll never be the normal that we used to know. Um, but it's, in a world year six, there is a pull and a desire to nurture and be nurtured, to create security, to create safety, to have a, a soft place to land. And so that is what 2022 has been about. And even with inflation and, you know, home prices rising and all of these other, you know, gas prices through the roof, there still has been as a world in 2022, this desire to get back to normal. So that's what the nurture is all about. Like I want everybody, the nurturer, somebody is a life path six. They're all about, I want everybody to be taken care of. I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to be secure. I want everybody to be healthy. I want everybody to have what they need. Like that is the nature of a six, the nurturer. So in 2022, we've been in a world year six. Now, after the six year, whether that's your personal year or your world year number, then the next year, because in numerology, everything is in a cycle of nine. So you go through nine year cycles. You start out with your personal year of one or world year of one. You go to, to the world year or personal year of nine. And then the nine year cycle starts all over again. So it's like you get a clean slate for a brand new cycle of your energetic life in numerology every nine years. So now we are moving from the world year of six in 2022 to the world year of seven in 2023. 
And the world year of seven, seven is the spiritual seeker. I'm an attitude of a seven. So in numerology, your two most powerful numbers are your life path, super most important number in your chart and your attitude. Second, most important number. I'm a five life path and a seven attitude. So I get the spiritual seeker very deeply because not only am I a seven attitude, but two of my three children are seven life paths. My dad is a seven life path. So I I'm surrounded by lots of sevens. I am a seven to a great degree. Um, and so we are now moving into a world year of seven, which is the spiritual seeker. So now that we spent 2022 getting reacquainted and rebuilding our sense of groundedness and home and community as a safe place to live in, we are now moving into 2023 a world year seven with some deeper questions that we weren't yet ready to answer in a world year of six. So when you think about this from a personal year perspective, when I'm moving from a six year to a seven year personal year wise, typically what that means is I am moving from having established in my personal year of six home and family and groundedness And then the next year, oftentimes we call it a seven year numerology, the Christ on the cross year, because the seven year is usually a year of inner turmoil. It's usually a year of, of something happening in your life that really brings you to a, um, inner crossroads where you look up and you go just like Jesus did, you know, um, on the cross, God, why have you forsaken me? Right. Sounds really horrible. Christ on the cross moment. Um, it, it doesn't have to be horrible. A seven year is really about going in within, like in the six year, you were about externally creating the groundedness and the security and the safety. But what most people don't realize is that the six year is the preparation for thriving through the seven year, which is going to be harder right? The six year is the laying the groundwork and the soft place to land and the safe haven for the seven year that is going to be emotionally and spiritually challenging to a certain extent. So because the spiritual seeker is always asking like, what is my purpose in this world? Why am I here? What did I come here to do? What did I come here to learn? Why am I who I am and what is my place? That is what the seven, anytime you have a life path seven, um, they can either be crucified by those questions and spend their lives feeling like they don't, they don't know why they even showed up, or they can be intrigued by those questions and they can spend their lives going on this really interesting pursuit of themselves, right? So, so again, there are light and dark to all numbers in numerology. You can choose to live on the light side of your numbers, or you can choose to live on the dark side of of your numbers. And the world is no different. We can, in a seven year, live on the dark side of the seven, which is the Christ on the cross and the crucifixion and feeling like persecuted and, and looking around and going, why is all of this going wrong? Like we could live there as a world if we want to. But we could also live on the very light side of the seven, the spiritual seeker, which is really just going deeper. And as a world really saying, where do we fit in? Why are we here? What is our purpose as a world? What is the greater purpose of life? How do we solve the problems in our world effectively? How do we turn this world around before it's too late? What wisdom 
do we need to be learning and accessing and using? You see, the seven year doesn't have to be an awful year. It can be a year of real introspection and evaluation and really as a world saying, let's take a step back. Let's look at the mistakes we're making. Let's let let's re, let's really reevaluate what matters to us as a world. Who is important? What is important? And let's move ourselves in a new direction. See, that's the spiritual seeker in the on the light side. So that that doesn't mean, however, that uh, painful things won't happen. Typically, a seven year, whether personal or world, there are going to be some painful transitions. Anytime there is transformation there are painful transitions. I think a lot of woo-woo teachers skip this part, right? They say manifest and attract. Anytime there is beautiful transformation, typically there are painful transitions. Let me say that again for the folks in the back. Anytime there are beautiful transformations, there are going to be painful transitions. And in the world year of seven, there is go- there's an element to the seven world year of going through painful things, right? We call it, as I've said before, the seven year, the Christ on the cross year, because in the seven year, whether it's your personal or it's your world year, our faith will be tested. And we will look up to the sky at moments and go, what the heck is going on? Like, what's going on? Why? Why this? Why now? Um, There's a deep need because we're asking those deeper questions in a, a seven year for solitude and for introspection. And because we're entering a seven world year as a world, we need to be doing that in 2023. This is definitely the year. If you're in a personal year of seven to get a therapist, to bolster your spiritual practices and to focus on nurturing and self-love practices. Our world is going to be going through a seven year in 2023. We need to be as spiritually grounded for the entire world as we can be. So meditate, uh, deep breathe. Set, and meditation doesn't have to look like sitting in a chair, closing your eyes for 15 minutes. Meditate while you lift weights. Meditate as you walk around the house, but get grounded and centered in your being because whatever inner turmoil, which typically happens in a seven year, whatever inner turmoil is going to be happening for the world, the thing that helps us thrive through it are grounded, centered, spiritually strong people. And I don't mean religiously strong. I mean, spiritually, like we are meant to be here. We are meant to experience this. We can come out of this. We will come out of this. We know who we are. We know what will make us better. And we are going, no matter how hard this is, those kind of people, they are the ones that help the world in a seven world year. The things we uncover and wrestle with, right? Here's the, here's the, let me give you the silver, silver lining. So a lot of people might go, oh my gosh, this is a seven world year. This is so good. This is going to not be good. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm saying the same way that the six world year allowed us to get grounded and back to some form of normal so that we could be prepared to deal with whatever painful transitions come in the seven world year. 
the things we uncover and wrestle with in a seven year make way for abundance and opportunity in the eight year. The eight world year will be 2024. So as you go through 2023 and you start to notice the world moving through some painful transitions, and if you're in a personal seven year in 2023, you might be noticing that you're going through some painful transitions. Remind yourself all the way through it that the seven year, which is that transformation through painful transitions piece is making way for the eight year in 2024, which is going to be filled with opportunity and abundance. Boom, boom, boom. Like the seven year makes way for the goodness in the eight year. Now, final thing I want to cover is now that you've heard what 2023 as a world year energetically is going to be about, what do you do with this information, right? Like you're listening to this and you're going, oh boy, this is a Christ on the cross here. And yes, it's transformation, but there are going to be some painful transitions as a world. And I've got to get spiritually grounded. So what do I do with this? Here's what you do. Um, You don't get shocked by the painful shifts that show up for our world in 2023. Like, don't be shocked. That's the first thing. Don't allow yourself to be like, I didn't see this coming. No, now you know. Now you know. Now you can be like, okay, there will be some painful shifts in our world. It's okay. And I can get ready for them. And the way you get ready for them, like I said earlier, is you start doing your daily practices of meditation and deep breathing, whatever gets you grounded. Like for some people, it's just hugging a tree. For other people, it's putting your feet on the sand at the beach, right? Like, you know, it gets you grounded. Start doing that every single day. Sunlight, sunlight on your face, sunlight in your eyes. You know what it takes Start doing those things every single day. The world is going to be tested in 2023. Let's just, just, and you need to be ready for whatever comes your way. This is also a year in 2023 to face your own internal demons. Now, if there are emotions and traumas and situations that have held you hostage emotionally up until now, the vibrations of the world in 2023 will be such that it will be a good time to get support and therapy and really face, face those things that have been haunting you face those emotions. You know, it's also time. And, and I would say we're coming out of a pandemic. So this was, you know, this was the thing. It's also time to stop using the company of others to escape having to make time for yourself. You know who I'm talking about if you're listening to this. It's time to stop using the company of other people to escape having to make time for yourself. You may not like solitude. There are lots of, I'm an introvert. I, I like my, I like the company of me. I could do me and we would be good. You may not like solitude. You may be a total extrovert who needs people. Your energy rises in, in, in rooms with people. You may not like solitude, but solitude is necessary in 2023 if you're going to hear your higher self speak. Get comfortable with spending time alone in 2023. You're going to need it. Be sure to include a spiritual practice goal in your 2023 goals. I'm currently writing a brand new book called Own Your Goals, and it's going to come out in a couple of weeks. And it's all about really how do you set goals, but more importantly, because most people can set goals, how do you stick to them? day in, day out, over and over. How do you stick to them? And so in this new book, Own Your Goals, I'm really walking people through how do you not set too many goals? How do you not set too few goals? How do you stack goals? How do you create the habits around goals? How do you not feel overwhelmed as you're pursuing more than one goal? I mean, 
All that stuff is what gets people stuck when it comes to goal management. And so make sure, because you know we're going in a world year seven, make sure you've got a spiritual practice goal. Make sure, like for me, my spiritual practice, I would love for it to be like 45 minutes of meditation a day. It is not. I just, no, not right now. It is, I like to have a notebook with me when I lift weights and I listen for spirit and I usually get downloads and I write down those messages and then I follow through and do the messages, like whatever the messages are like, do this, Cassandra, do that. I take care of it. That's my sort of spiritual practice. Now, do I also want to get 20 minutes of sunlight every single day? Yes. Do I also want to find time to do my spirit babies meditation? Absolutely. But that's not a 2023 goal for me because that is not my focus. But my spiritual practice is <clears throat> lift heavy things, listen as I'm doing so, write down what I hear, and then follow through on that. So be sure that you include a, a feasible spiritual practice goal that you know you will follow through on, that you know you can do, but also that challenges you to go deeper within yourself. Because in the world year of seven in 2023, you're going to need to have solitude and to really listen and to really hear, but you're also going to need to feel very spiritually grounded for some of the painful transitions that the world will be going through. Now, my book, Own Your Goals, it will be coming out in a couple weeks, so make sure you grab a copy. I, I think the Audible will probably be ready in early January, so even though the book will be ready in a couple weeks in, in paperback and hardback and ebook format. The actual Audible will take a little bit more time, but in early January, the Audible will be there too. Here's the thing I want to say at the end of the day. Lots of people hate seven years. Now, I'm a seven attitude, so I live in the space of the spiritual seeker. So I don't mind seven years, but I can tell you they're not easy, um, but they are necessary. They are necessary. So Please don't watch the news too much in 2023. I mean, the news is designed to get, you know, people activated on this whole, like, oh, you know, the sky is falling. Don't do that. That, that. that takes you away from spiritual grounding. Watch the news enough to get the highlights, but then shut it off because it, it takes you away from your center. In the world year of seven, just expect that there will be painful world transitions, number one. Number two, Focus on being spiritually grounded, even if it's just a matter of every single day you check in with yourself and you go, do I feel grounded in my body? Do I feel grounded in my heart? Do I feel grounded in my mind? Uh, do I feel like I'm everywhere mentally? What can I do to get centered? Music oftentimes will help people get spiritually grounded super fast. A, a hot shower helps people get spiritually grounded. It doesn't have to look like meditation and yoga is my point. Find the practices that bring you back into you and use them as often as you can every single day, because you're going to need that in 2023. But then also in the moments of painful transition for the world in 2023, remind yourself, this is making way for the abundance and opportunity in a world you're eight in 2024. So whatever I'm seeing, if I don't like it, that's okay. This is create, these are the painful transitions that lead to the transformations that lead us into the abundance and the prosperity and the opportunities of 2024. That's what I want you to keep in mind. All right. Please go to the previous episodes if you want more information on your personal numerology. I talk about in other episodes. Again, just remember, the world year of seven is about going deeper within. 
It's about solitude and introspection. It's about understanding who you are as painful transitions happen and who you want to be as a spiritual force as those transitions happen. You get to choose always. You get to choose. So choose wisely. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to She Runs the Show. 